Morris. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm Muss. And you're listening to Monster Mash. <laughs> and on this week's episode, we're travelling to the Frost Islands. Happy New Year, boys! Celebrating the Year of the Tiger with some Frosties! It's not New Year, mate. It will be when they hear this, though. No, but it's not. I refuse to pretend that I'm in the future. Oh, we all know you live in the past, mate. No, I'm living in the present, which is the 19th of December. No, you aren't. It's not Christmas yet. Correct. What? What? He said he's living in a present. He's, well, maybe he could be in a present, actually. He's, yeah, he's currently wrapped. Freaking he won't up. be unwrapped you... for another six days. Okay, all right. I'll let it slide. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flag. They played the match. They played the The Frost Islands used to be the nest of a gigantic dragon. Many heroes lost their lives trying to slay the beast, turning it into a barren place of desolation and death. In the centre of the islands lie giant dragon bones and the remnants of a dragon ship. The final trace is left by a desperate struggle. Chilling to the bone, a trial for the brave. Those who go alone will meet an icy grave. Snow so cold it burns, from here no one returns. What the fuck is a dragon ship? It's the ship that went to fight the dragon, I think. Yeah, but they use the term as though it's a well-known term. Yeah, I know. They use it. Before. They use it like we're meant to know what the fuck a dragon. Yeah. Ship is. Were they not? Were they not <laughs> dragon? Were they not dragon ships in Monster Hunter Three when you're fighting the Gen? Anyone? You played more of three than any of the rest of us, Jeff. <laughs> I think the uh, <laughs> yep. The, the, the person who could probably answer that question is conspicuously absent. <laughs> I'll definitely well, be there. You know, we've. we've I, I think that's what they were referred to as. I don't think this is the first reference to um, dragon okay. ships. In, it, that's what I've decided. That would make sense, considering that's the water game, right? And he's done a law. Well, uh, either that or I've made up some law, so I'll take it with Do a pinch of salt. It makes, I mean, it makes and sense he's done me. some law could mean whatever you need it to mean. So, <laughs> <laughs> This is the ice map. Frosty. I quite like this map. As like, I think, I think they've got they've gotten quite. I think that the early ice maps, like I'm thinking from the older gens and what we what we saw in generations, they weren't great, were they? They were they were always a bit of a slog, like climbing up a mountain. And it took bloody ages, and you had the the hot. It's generally quite a complex sort of cave network, or yeah, something to, to work your way through. Whereas I think it's much more streamlined. Ironically, the the desert area is the one with the more confusing cave system in this game. Whereas the ice one is quite sort of wide reaching, but but quite simple to navigate. Yeah, I like it. It does have a complicated cave at the back. You just don't go down there very much. Um, 
Both yeah, it's I, not complicated though, is it? It's just a, just a tunnel. It's just there's an entrance and an exit. Like, I guess. I I, there's any yeah. way you can get lost. Yeah, but I always there's there's one part of it that I always find quite easily, and then there's one part of it where I'm always sort of walking near where I think the entrance should be, and it never is. If you get what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the confusing bit. That's you know, what I heard. From finding the wife, finding mate. the finding the hole, isn't it? That's always the difficult bit. Yeah. Suppose the only real kind of depth to the map. And it's not something you have to engage with, or like the little, um, the little like kind of enclosed areas filled with like small monsters and endemic life. There's like these kind of like they're surrounded by rock. You know what I'm on about? Yeah, you're like wading through the shallow water, and you're weaving in and out of all these like stalactites mm. and bones and stuff. And yeah, there's That's all right. the little squids you can get and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of variety, and it is a. You can zip around it pretty quick. I do like the map. My problem with it is that I played it very shortly after playing Iceborne. And that game has phenomenal snow that you like wade through and leave footprints. And this mm-hmm. game just has, you know, a white floor. Yeah, I suppose but byproduct of a less powerful system and all that jazz. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I mean, like, once I'm fighting a monster, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to know But it's just, I yeah. came right off the back of the, like, probably the best snow I've ever seen in a game. This. It's a clean frost, though, isn't it? This game. It's like it's not. You're not. It's not like there's a deluge of snow for you to to traipse through. It seems like it's got a quite thin top layer of, uh, yeah. of snow, and it's it's more just a bit bit chilly up here, or at least mm. it doesn't it doesn't snow all that much. <laughs> I guess that's why a... it's called like the Frost Islands and not. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, you know water that isn't frozen as well and stuff so i guess it's not meant yeah, to be it, that cold or we're here in the summer or something like that. i was that. gonna say the vibe i get is we're like right at the end of winter or in the summer so everything's melting yeah yep. description talks about giant dragon bones and maybe i'm just being blind but where are they <laughs> Cause I... there's a huge rib cage that you can walk under oh really yeah i'm pretty sure that's yeah pretty it's well, pretty nice. distinctive, mate. <laughs> is, is, is that not where you fight the Goss Harag originally? Like, isn't that up on that cliff? Am I making that up? It, I think it's just like down on the like water. Yeah, in the wet bit, yeah, isn't okay. it? There's some big old rib cage. Well, by the dragon ship. Yeah, um, yeah very close. So. Maybe even the ship is on the ribs. I can't remember. Well, luckily we normally play the game before we uh, <laughs> talk about these things. Um, <laughs> do we so, know? Do we know? Do we know what it sorry, is? I've searched. Oh. Frost Island's ribcage, and apparently that's the name of some shorts that Levi's sell. Well, let's all go buy a pair then, I guess. <laughs> some frosted ribcage shorts. You wow. have really been slacking on our marketing opportunities here, Luke. As the... <laughs> well, I mean, we are not Capcom, so it wouldn't really be our marketing opportunities. <laughs> Absolutely, it could, it could have been. You could have been up to Levi's and be here. Look, we're doing an episode on an area called the Frost Islands in popular. Can you game. give all five of us a pair of your booty shorts that we can model? <laughs> Wait, they call booty shorts. I don't remember you saying that bit before. But they are booty booty shorts. Is the type of shorts, but they are. I know. I didn't. I, I didn't notice the big old rib cage, but the big old ship is a very prominent feature on this map. And uh, well, I imagine I, yeah, that I've got eyes on this. I've for this one. Uh, I do like that you can kind of clamber up it and kind of poke around, have a good explore. Where girl? 
Insects that widely inhabit many areas. They absorb fruit, mushrooms, and honey, and they can carry them back to their nest. Materials can thus be collected from their swollen abdomens, whose colour is related to what they are carrying. I don't remember seeing these guys on this map. I remember them in the... Uh, the don't oh, thing they are. It just lists them in the Shrine Ruins. <laughs> <laughs> I th- Holy fuck, Luke. What have you done? Wait, no! It, it, the, the, the other... This is what Chas was talking about last week. The box only lists the Shrine Ruins, but the main text does risk, list the Frost Islands and all the maps. They're in okay. every map. Okay. I think this... I, I don't remember them in this map. I think it's more likely they're only in the Shrine Ruins for what it's worth. Because <laughs> I do remember <laughs> them kind of potting around, like, just outside the ruined village on that map. Because um, there's just some, like, honey patches and they kind of have a wander along to the honey and fill up their bellies. But there, there is, there is like, I a little snowy forest in, in the Shrine Ru- In the Frost Islands. They are? Are you sure? Yeah, I've just put a I picture. I mean, must have just send a picture. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember ever seeing them no. in this map, but I think they actually well, are. Well, there we go. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Photographic yeah. evidence. That's a t- no, Apologize, that's a Jay? image. <laughs> um. Don't believe Ondor's lies. <laughs> uh, oh, this is what the Muss and J beef is about then. They just fucking. Alright, you know what? If these fucking ants were introduced in this game, it would list all five colours as their own <laughs> the, creature. The, the, I think they'd be more classes endemic life <laughs> than an actual small monster in that regard. True, actually, yeah, I guess it is weird. They don't, a, don't they do much, right? Like, they don't. And can they even attack you? I don't think, I so, think so, no. I guess the difference is, like, you can technically break them and get parts, though. I suppose. Yeah. You have to do the whole, like, kill them with poison. Uh, right? Yeah, or you can get lucky, and sometimes when you break them, you'll, you'll get a bit, but, yeah. If you get a chance, you should I'm listen to um, Daft Punk's Get Lucky, it's the sound of the summer. You should. It's yep. the only way I know it's Friday is when let me tweet that. <laughs> Come too far. <laughs> We're great! And Teka, herbivores that live in cold climates, generally docile, though they have been known to attack when threatened. Their high-quality pelts have many uses and their antlers are highly prized by the creature. Simply stun the creatures to easily harvest one. (laughs) Knock them out and mutilate them horribly. Uh, I love that it 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 says it starts by saying they're highly prized by the creature, and it's like, but knock them out and you can take it. (laughs) Says their their antlers are highly prized by the guild, not not the creature. You totally misread that. (laughs) Although, having said that, I imagine that the creatures do highly prize their antlers. Yes, so it works in a in a way. It's probably their mating ritual and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You totally said creature. You misread it. Do you know the thing about um? Deers, deers accidentally getting like sticks <coughs> stuck to their antlers, but then all the other deers believing that they have really big antlers and it making them like the alpha male. <laughs> what? That's apparently a thing that happens. Like they get well, <coughs> plants stuck to their antlers when they like smash through a tree, and then hmm. all the other deer are just like, "Wow, he's got fucking huge antlers. He must be the boy." <laughs> I mean, it's evidence that he took on a tree, isn't it? So, pretty. Took oh, a tree yeah. on one is a. <laughs> yeah, his days are numbered now because many of those trees were Treebeard's friends. So. 
I thought the tree had a thick the tree was. No. <laughs> no, mate. Um, well, these aren't really deer, though, are they? They're more m- m- meese. Moose. It's mooses. Thank you very much. Elky boys. No, um, goose pluralizes to geese because it's originally a Greek word, but the word moose comes from Native American, so it has a modern pluralization. Comes from Native American? Yep. (laughs) Geese doesn't exist before. No, the word moose. (laughs) The word, no. (laughs) Geese didn't exist before then. I hate to break it to you, Andy. But not only did moose <laughs> exist before Native Americans, but geese existed before ancient Greece. <laughs> Most things existed before the word we use for them. Moose just didn't have a word in the English language before Native Americans. Laptops didn't. Hell. <laughs> Sick comeback, Andy. <laughs> I, I very deliberately said most because as I was making that point, I thought I bet he'll mention inventions. <laughs> What's up? Uh. But yeah, there's somewhere between a moose and a deer. They're just Kelby's for the snow, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> more or less right. Although they don't have that kind of. What's the a sort of prancing magical status, yeah. I think they they also you can't kill them though. Some games you can and some you can't. Oh no, you can knock them out, but then you can still keep hitting them, can't you? Or some, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They just they yeah. once you start attacking one of them, the herd kind of goes. Mm, I don't fancy that. I'll leave. Good old stick. <laughs> A bit, um, it's a bit strange, isn't it, in this game? Because, like, yeah, as I understand same. it, in the older games, uh, getting like raw meat and stuff and cooking it was a much more important part of the hunt. Whereas in this game, there's literally no need to ever <laughs> fell these. Well, it was the only way you could get your your stamina up was to actually make sure you had enough. Meat. I don't think so, I've yeah ever cooked meat in Rise. I think I've done it once. I've done it for the novelty, test basically. It out, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never run out. Of, I've never run out of the rations it gave me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's come up a few times in these episodes. Mus is just when you actually stop and look at the maps and these small monsters, they feel kind of less significant now because, mm-hmm. like the hot, the hot weather doesn't affect you anymore. You don't need to go out and farm materials so much. So the the maps, even though these maps are great. They just feel like here is a place to fight the monsters. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because it's like these fellas, you can get what? You can get an antler from them and you can get some pelt from them. I think high quality pelt is used for a variety of things, but their antler isn't really used for an awful lot. Like some really rubbish weapons, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like their pelts came up in a couple of different armor sets, but yeah, it's just. Yeah, because high quality pelt is a thing you can get from a number of creatures right so it's just yeah, a way to yeah. way to farm those but yeah 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 it's just you would never hunt them unless you very specifically need a part for some <clears throat> equipment it yeah or, or like maybe if you're balladeer you might just yeah kill them or everything <laughs> they're not cute enough for him to kill are they 
He's a cowboy. Right, he doesn't want to fight. Yeah, I feel like these. Uh, it's probably going to be true for all of the, almost all of the small monsters in this game, with maybe the exception of the Bombaji. That like, uh, because this game also lacks uh, the sort of interactions you saw in World. That the small monsters are very much just kind of there to make the map feel a little bit more lived in, as opposed to um, being a bit more authentically <laughs> present in the game. If you know what I mean. Like yeah, they're just they... kind of stuff as opposed because uh, none of the I don't think they they really interact with uh, it's only like the little lads you know the little lads that will follow around the big monsters um, like the pack monsters that kind of will have a go <laughs> at something not very mostly well. all the herbivores will do is run away and maybe they'll ram it on the way past yeah like if a, if a big lad turns up in the area like typically the like, like we see in the herbivores will like oh shit I'm not having any of this I'm out and they'll leave the yeah. kind of. But in the earlier games where you didn't if you hadn't found the monster yet that was often a hint was you'd see them all run out of an area and go oh it must be in the next area. Yeah, right. which yeah I think perhaps part of the move towards having no loading zones means that's not something that is not as noticeable perhaps. We have no loading zones and the monsters are already on your map. So well, that too, that too. <laughs> yeah. and you can you can generally just go up really high and actually see them. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think must what must has hit on there is that we're in an awkward middle ground where the small monsters in this game they behave like older games, so you don't have the sort of the immersive quality of world, but you don't need them like you did in the older games, so they're kind of redundant. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Popo. Herd forming herbivores covered in thick fur to endure the cold. Popo are gentle by nature, so if they are attacked, the whole herd will turn tail and run. Popo meat is very nutritious. The tongue is sped to be especially palatable. I mean, yeah, it's nice that they included the description of the tongue. That's, that's, mm. that's what I was going to mention. It's the only thing I know about Popos is a uh, good tongue. Good tongue. The fun think, zone. <laughs> How do you feel about the popo tongue, Miles? Oh, you don't see it in the game, do you? It's fine. I wouldn't have much I, tongue. I it's imaginary. Um, yeah, uh, Schrodinger's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think out of any small monster <coughs> across the whole series, I think these lads are the ones I feel most guilty about killing, especially when you get a little family. <laughs> like, you got the little popo, like the baby. <laughs> and then the mum and the dad. You just come along and slaughter them all. You get the you same thing with a few Anakin. of the dinosaurs, but I guess it's, no, it's easier. No, I was going to say, you get the same family dynamic, but it's easier to feel guilty about like a fluffy... I don't think you get the same uh, I'm talking, I'm talking the herbivore it, ones. Like... I'm talking the herbivore ones. I just can't even picture another yeah, you, family. You definitely get like two big ones and a small one walking yeah, along. Yeah, like, you get like um, oh, what are the lads with the, the point long? Okay, with the the, the uh, yeah uh, the absolutely. Yeah, the point yeah, I was yeah. leading to though is it does feel more guilty with like a furry mammoth thing than with a yeah. dinosaur thing. Especially with, like how panicked they get like when mm-hmm. when because they don't even try and f- I think like the maybe the the dad or the mum will fight back a little bit. But like you, they just start panicking and running away, and you're like chasing them down, going, "Oh, what that? Oh yeah, the real monster. It's us." <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when Jazz tried to convince us that um, that 
the popo was the male of the gamut. <laughs> Vaguely, yeah. We were just like, we were talking about like, because yeah, all the gamuts you meet in. Um, generations. Generations. No, I think it's the other way. I think it's them. They're all male or are they all female? Whichever way around it is. And then Andy was just like, so what do the males look like? And Jas just said with such confidence, oh, they're the popos. <laughs> no right it's definitely the gamut is female because the point I made was like how could a popo even get its knob up to the gamut for fuck's sake <laughs> there we go so as much as I just shut on uh, I can't remember the name whatever we talked Antica. about previously yeah, I don't care um, <laughs> yeah, these guys are um, I, I do understand where Jay's coming from from the sympathy aspect and I think on top of that they star in a couple of the monster vignettes right I think they star in the um, the baggy one is that the popo one yeah, into yeah. sleep and they they just do <laughs> such a good job of uh, setting up that monster and uh, you know it's, it's a really good video that one so I, I, think I have we... more time for these fellas we talked about it in some of the larger monsters that, like, seeing the um, the Slagtoth or the Popo getting chased by them sort of builds up their sort of threat level. And it almost yeah. makes me wish for, like, a playable Popo section. <laughs> <laughs> Although I say that, I've just got to a Mary Jane bit in um, Spider-Man and it's like, I was so bored I haven't played the game for, like, a week. <laughs> <clears throat> Fair enough. I think, it, yeah, we did uh, in the Baggy episode, I think, talk about how that vignette made the Baggy seem really devious. Mm. And that doesn't really come across in the game. But, you know, that's more, uh, that's more I guess, just the, the Baggy don't, they, they didn't program the monsters like that. But the Popo definitely feel pretty much like they do in the cutscenes. Like they're these big silly fellas who get scared a lot, rightfully so. If you've seen the monsters in this game. <laughs> yeah. You would not want to be a herbivore in this world. <laughs> it's like these things are like they're they're big units, right? You wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to wrestle one, but <laughs> compared to the monsters in this game, well, yeah, they're they're about the same as real animals that used to live or <clears throat> sometimes do still live. Whereas the pred- the predators in this world are like you know dragons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a um. There's a famous hairy elephant that used to live around the Nagano area. Um, so there's a lot of museums and statues and stuff around, particularly up at Lake Nojiri. It's called Nauvoo's <coughs> Elephant. And they are very, very keen to point out that it's not a mammoth, it's its own species. So it seems like, if we're to take the, the hunter's notes there, that the tusks of the popo, they're not really valued. Yeah, they didn't even mention they, them, did they? They didn't, didn't even give them a mention. But they're quite... They're really prominent, <laughs> like, on, yeah. the, on the big boys. They're, like, super prominent, curvy tusks. Oh, yeah, look, um, the um, the art makes the, tu- the tusk, like, as big as the animal. Yeah. I mean, the, like, the art... It makes it seem like it's a legitimate um, monster, right? In the in Yeah, the like a, of, a large monster. Yeah, yeah. But it just doesn't... <laughs> it doesn't believe in itself. If there was a Monster Hunter movie, I think it'd be about the rise of the Popo. I mean, we had two it. Monster Hunter movies. Yeah, but if there year. was if there was one that wasn't, you know, like that. There's a good one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe an episode of the Monster Hunter stories anime got into 
Popo confidence. <laughs> Popo <Maybe>. confidence. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I'm, I don't have anything else to say on this fella. Yeah. Detusk the Popo. They're great! Juveniles and trios that use their sharp teeth to pierce the hide of the prey and then burrow inside to consume them from within. Those who are attacked must roll around vigorously to shake the monster off. They can use a wire bug or a lanai, or what, to help them get free. Zamite grow rapidly after even a single feeding. What the fuck's a lanai? A dot lanai. That is, I have no <laughs> idea what that's meant kunai? to be. Probably, yeah. Uh, Could I? Yeah, I guess. Full stop. And you are kind of close to. It, but that's, that, that is a mechanic in the game. You can use your kunai to get rid of them, so that, that's what it has to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, which are like the infinite throwing knives that you get that yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever used <laughs> in the no. game at all. I say, it's, it's nice to hear it finally has a purpose. I, I genuinely had no idea what they were for. <laughs> <coughs> um, um, I think some of the weapons have a move where you like throw a kunai and wire bug attach yourself to the monster, and then you can like keep dealing damage on the same part and it like multiplies and I guess you could use them to like get a monster's attention if it's far away yeah, and I suppose like, if, you're, if a monster's like leaving an area you can just like throw at them for like very small damage if you're, I'm sure there's you... plenty of people who've deliberately like got it down to one health so they can kill it with the kunai for... yeah of course there is people do that with like the like the kicking a bug at it and stuff yeah and more and stuff like that yeah yeah um, Zamites are the biggest teases in all of the all of the game because you want these Zamtrails last back. up. Of course I do, and like <laughs> like Frost Island is like the perfect area for them as well. And like when these lads turned up, you know you're rubbing your hands, going, "Yes, we're getting Zamtrails back at long last." Thank you, but no, no sign at all of that big old inflatable shark boy. No, we can still believe Sunbreak. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see Zamtrios back. He's good. I mean, we, we talked we talked the other week about small monsters appearing in the game, despite their large monster counterpart not being mm-hmm. there. And I think this is definitely the most upsetting version of it. Especially like, it, it, Zamtrios is such a fun monster. This one mentions Zamtrios by name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the Jaggy, the Great Jaggy is just mentioned as like there is a larger one. But this one literally says Juvenile Zamtrios. <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully, we'll get it. Um, Have you seen Jamtrios in action, Mus? No, but oh yeah, he's good banter. <coughs> he's I a like, great lad. I've I've looking at the pictures of it, and it seems pretty cool. And I I also really like the Zamites as far as the small creatures go. I think they're pretty. It's kind of funny how a little tiny one bites you and then like expands. Yeah, it's like a almost like a mosquito in that <coughs> sense, right? Like I get the impression, like obviously it's not because otherwise you'd be like drained of blood very <laughs> very much dead but like that's kind of like the impression oh, I get imagine a world where like a mosquito sized mosquito bites you but then just expands to the size of all of your blood in like a second <laughs> <laughs> a giant mosquito monster running about your house no thank you I mean you'd basically be dead instantly but yeah just like yeah you see someone walking along the street and then suddenly like a fucking <clears throat> balloon of blood appears next to them and they drop dead. It's terrifying. <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. 
But like these, uh, is it Jay not like? put it in my head. <laughs> is it not like um, <clears throat> the bigger ones are easier to kill the smaller ones? Well, I mean, you can hit them for case? sure. Yeah, 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 that's but it. I'm that's sure. the only thing about it. I don't think there's a health. Well, I think they just, yeah, they're bigger and they sit still, so it's hard, easier to actually hit them. I'm sure there's a health thing that like the smaller ones take longer to kill. I'm sure that's been a thing. You could be right, but I feel like it's it's a thing even if there isn't an actual difference in health. Yeah, I, you could be right in that. It's just like almost like a. Not a placebo effect, but like you say, like. Like you're, whiff, you're whiffing a lot of shots, so it feels like it's got my health. Yeah, potentially, but. I don't know, I'm sure like I'll be able to like No, it can't be that. I always hit. I've mastered the blade. Call me dead shot. Well these things are like a real interesting mishmash of ideas because you've all you've got like that tadpole like growth spurt that they'll go through when they like eat stuff. But then they're also like sharks <laughs> and uh, you know, quadrupeds. But only yeah, when they've eaten been... enough, because they st- the small ones don't have limbs, and if they eat enough, they'll like metamorphosize like super fast. I mean, Zamtrios's whole does thing is just eating a shark. Does that mean that Zamtrios is just eating a whole human? Does that mean it's like eating a whole person? It must have eaten like a whole village. Yeah, <laughs> Zamtrios like they talk about like the frog shark combination, and that comes through in Zamtrios's actual fight in a lot of ways as well. Um. So I mean, that, if you start that, with that frog tracks. shark, it makes sense to have a tadpole shark. Yeah, yeah. I really like its head. <laughs> it's got a cool head. It looks like it, it reminds me of like a goblin shark, but you know, not disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, goblin sharks are pretty horrifying. They're pretty grim, but I got a lot of time for sharks. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I I really like goblin sharks, but you know, they are one of those deep sea creatures that yeah. kind of look gross. <laughs> But this guy, I don't know. I, I, yeah. When I, when I heard that there was a big monster version of this fella, I was very excited. But hopefully, we'll see it. Yeah, we can do the right thing, Capcom. Do the right thing. Endemic life. Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby is a character originally featured on Noel Edmonds' Saturday Night Variety BBC One television show, Noel's House Party, portrayed by Baron Killerby from Bradford, West Yorkshire. And was the brainchild of British comedy writer Charlie Adams. I tell you what, when you're on that that big ship, you know you're looking about for for monsters, and then you just catch like a pink a pink blur running through the map. <laughs> One of the most surreal moments in this game. Really rung out to me. Yeah, it's why I think so many of the people in the in the village are very, very careful with where they put their things. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they, because you don't want to knock stuff over in this world because that will summon, that's said to summon him, I think. The, yeah. The uh, kind of catastrophe of the Mr. Well, that's it. You know, this, this whole game's about, you know, kind of yokai and superstition and all, all that, and that, that just rings through a blobby. Yeah, yeah. He is fucking terrifying. <clears throat> I was actually super into Mr. Blobby as a kid. I didn't find him scary at all. Remember the Mr. Blobby scary. biscuits he used to get? That's why, it's why he hasn't said anything. He's just, he's he can't talk in the imagined he's probably, presence of Mr. He's probably Blobby. eating. <laughs> I remember the pink Mr. Moses, bag on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you remember the uh, the Mr. Blobby biscuits you used to get? I guess yeah, I remember Pink Panther. Wafers. I, I definitely had some gingerbread, uh, Mr. Blobby kind of thing. They, Ooh, they, nice. They're shortbread as opposed to gingerbread. No, this was actually just. A I, I suppose it probably depends I, on I your local biscuit. bakery. Yeah, like we just used to get. Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't until Andy said it depends on your local bakery that I'm. Yeah, I was. I was trying to picture like one that you'd buy from Tesco, but no, it's like whatever yeah, like the, a, 90, the nineties equivalent of a Greg's was. Just like yeah, a big yeah, yeah. blobby, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, around back, like children need. Right? Everything was Greg's. Yeah, like, you know, I, mean, was, I think it was just there year all year round. I think people just love blobby. Yeah, maybe it was all year round was blobby, and then it, they'd, they'd add a pudsy. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just looked a lot better than that. <laughs> oh, we 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 got ours from the mighty Stevens the Bakers, which I'm sure. <laughs> and Andy will uh, <laughs> attest to that is that that is Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. That's not fucking Mr. Bobby. That's Patrick Starr. I mean, to be fair, the first one is a is a deep sea diver that's just uh, gone a bit wrong. So you know, this is uh... the the shininess and the shade of yellow on those spots on that second Mr. Blobby biscuit that Mus has shown us just <laughs> looks like oozing pustules from some kind of plague that it's been infected with. <laughs> the blobonic prick. <laughs> Sleep toad. A large toad with a distinct bleh body. It stores a soporific gas that, when emitted, is powerful enough to knock out even large monsters. Using it in conjunction with a bomb barrel and a sleeping monster makes for a powerful all-out attack, provided you get the timing right. It's appropriate this is our fourth uh, toad we're talking about, because my reaction is... Very good. Nice little actual tip in the description, though. Yeah. You know, put the monster to sleep. Get a nice big wake-up attack. Yeah. Isn't that a Although term you... in fighting games as well? A uh, wake-up attack, yeah, when you're, um... Well, it's quite a different quite, term, isn't it's it? It's when you've knocked them down, right, and you get them just as they get up. Or no, it's so they attack you when they get up. They, they attack yeah, you when they get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, if you, if, like, for example, Street Fighter, if you, like, input a Shoryuken command while you're on the ground, like, that you'll do that, like, frame one when you get up. And, uh, uh if the other person's not blocking, then you'll punish them. You're however. rocking. However, like, if you're halfway decent at fighting games, you'll anticipate that, and then punish the wake-up attack. Kinky. Sounds like a pointed barb. <laughs> we, we we learned that lesson, Andy, during Injustice 2. I distinctly remember <laughs> As, are these Are these toady boys in all the games? Sleep toads? Oh, I think they're new from World. Oh, yeah. They're new from World. I like the way yeah. they look. That's about what I've got to say about them. I mean, I mean, that, that, that's pretty much the case of any interactable <laughs> monster, basically. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. There wasn't anyone in the environment before. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think there was a flash fly, right? Flash flies were a thing, yes. Uh, yeah. uh, that... Oh, actually. Can... No, no, I don't know I if thought, I had sure I, I, I thought you had to just harvest the bugs and then combine them into... Yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't, maybe, you, no, couldn't, the... maybe you couldn't activate Bombs. them in the world. Yeah, I think you're right, Andy. I like believed you wholeheartedly. <laughs> like with that, so I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> I, it's, I'm just picturing like, um, you remember in <clears throat> Double Cross Generations Ultimate, they added those extra clouds of bugs that would actually follow you around and fight. No, 
It was just it was just no. one of the small monsters was just like a cloud of bugs. But the first time we played, we were just like, um, "What are these? It's a ghost! <laughs> what is this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do kind of remember that. Yeah, and I was yeah somehow in my head I just assumed like, "Oh yeah, yeah, there were those, and you could make them flash." But no, you you hundred percent couldn't. I've made that up. They're great. <laughs> a small bird that glows a faint yellow. This glow comes from pollen that accumulates on its body while drinking nectar. Many mistake this glow for a human soul, hence the name. What the fuck? Petal- if I hear about human souls <laughs> once fucking more, jeez. <laughs> Petalases became fragrant and pollens provide a stamina boost when imbued with this pollen. Sorry, why are you saying petalase, not petalase? Because I wanted to. <laughs> That's pretty, wow, you know, little little soul bird, apparently. I'm there you a go. soul bird. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mus, have you got anything to say on these guys? Because the rest of us have done three of these already. Hang on, let me let me look at an actual picture of it. Oh, I'm, these are, these yeah, are actual pictures of things in the it's world. It's a fucking bird, mate. No, but hang on, <laughs> I haven't been outside for ages, so they might have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Evolution might have happened or something. They've oh, turned back into dinosaurs now. It's crazy. I can't find a picture. I just got the art for it. Well, I mean, it looks cute in the art. Sorry, how have um, you by not found yellow spirit bird on Google Images? Is there? Is oh. it a real bird? Yeah, there's there's a real. It's literally got the word well, spirit in, in the fucking. Oh, spirit! Type in I've yellow put... bird. <laughs> <laughs> just get pictures of big bird. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, there's a plush one, I want it. I'm not surprised. Of course there's a plush one. (laughs) (laughs) Wait to that one, mate. Uh, They kind of looks like a kingfisher to me, the actual model. Just uh, just because of the vibrant blue on the crest of its head. I mean, apart from the big fat yellow belly, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that does take away... I mean, it's kind of like a kingfisher that's let itself go. And I'm surprised that he can fly. <laughs> Kingfishers have let himself go. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not convinced about the aerodynamics of it. They might want to think that through. Well, isn't it just full know. of like gas? So I guess it's buoyant. Mate, well, it depends what what type of gas it is. You know, if it's a solid gas. What? I'm sorry. If it's a solid gas. Oh, you're saying spirit birds contain solidus. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, solidus. Uh, I mean, you might, might, I I mean, look, people will say I'm clutching at straws on this monster. I'm not. Um, This is is realm researched stuff. It's not even a monster, it's a bird. Uh, (laughs) They're all right, aren't they? What is there, like, genuinely, what is there to say about this thing other than it's a mechanic to give you a bit of stamina, isn't it? Yeah. Like, extra stamina. I guess this is the one that I most actively seek. Because I can usually get, start with health that's decent I thought you said the health one was the one you did want. This one and the health one are the ones I seek. But I usually start with some half-decent health. Whereas my stamina I could usually do with a bit more. It seems uh, odd that something like this could... It's such a cruel... So many cruel big-ass monsters in this game. I know they wouldn't take much of a thought at this little fella, but you'd think, what's going on with the Animal Kingdom in this game that these little floaty fuckers can just 
<laughs> wander around and have people grab them out the sky to get a bit of, uh, you know, stamina. Well, you see, it's a, it's a symbiotic sort of relationship, and uh, because the humans hunt the larger monsters, which would predate these birds, the birds <laughs> are actually happy to, uh, to help them out. Yeah, okay. All right, Poindexter. You see, it's all about... Very, all they're very about. intelligent birds. I don't think that they're smart enough to realise that they're being helped. Well, it's an instinctive thing, and it's developed over many millions of years. It's, uh, <laughs> of course, the individual bird is not always <coughs> a relationship, but uh, evolutionary biology has made it uh, very sustainable. Why are you mocking your own podcast? I don't fucking know what's going on. <laughs> I, I I'm just... Very uh, bird too just many. I'm mocking me generally for giving such a shit about like made up video game animals that I have two podcasts where I talk about them. Mm. Yeah. What a fucking dweeb. <clears throat> yeah, what you are, you are, yeah. Oh, I right, saw, spirit birds. I've I like roped them. you lot into it, so what does that say about you? <clears throat> I just I'm, want, I'm just here to watch mornings. the just yeah. to watch the car crash. Like, you know I wouldn't be here if it was on any day other than a Sunday morning. <laughs> you used to do it on a Wednesday <laughs> evening every week. I know. That's why I've uh, taken a stand. But you're sat down. How do you know? Because you're, you're Andrew fucking Rice. We're <laughs> great. <laughs> a squid that inhabits the Frost Islands, swimming in schools and spitting ink at threats. It emits a phosphorescence the same colour as its ink and can be sighted lighting up the seas like an underwater lamp, hence its name. Green lamp squid ink has curative properties, healing injuries and wounds to an extent. I love that. I love that it says to an extent, as if it doesn't do fucking anything. <laughs> no, it does, it does do a bit. Is it, does it about, <laughs> it's about the same as a bird, isn't it? I would seek one out. Absolutely. These... They're, they're, they're good pals. Red lamp squid, fair, a squid that inhabits the Frost Islands. They are always in schools and spitting ink at threats. It emits a phosphorescence the same colour as its ink and can be sighted lighting up the seas like an underwater lamp, hence its name. Red lamp squid, lamp squid ink temporarily <laughs> increases concentration, granting the consumer a higher chance of landing critical Yellow stars. lamp squid, a squid that inhabits the Frost Islands, swimming in schools and spitting ink at threats. <laughs> It emits a phosphorescence, the same colour as its ink, and can be sighted lighting up the seas like an underwater lamp, hence its name. Yellow lamp squid ink temporarily dulls the nerves, making the consumer more resistant to pain. Yeah. Say what, the yellow one sounds most exciting. Like, the green one's obviously useful, but the yellow one might sound like it's a... <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you getting up to the weekend? You're dull the pain. Go to the toilets. <laughs> like, hey, you got a uh, yellow lamp squid in there for me, son. I just need something to make the pain go away, just for a day. <laughs> to be fair, that's all I want right now. Anything to clear my throat. Yeah, I like getting the squids. Get yeah, no, these things, they are useful. I just I just found it funny that uh, in the green ones uh, notes it, it undercut its healing injuries to an extent. <laughs> I'm like, I guess you know, if your head's been lopped off, you ain't coming back. You don't, from that you don't want to overpromise, do you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll get sued if you overpromise. I think it's it because just makes it it, um, it expands your health part, but I don't think it actually gives you much health. Yeah, right. it does. No, it does mean it, 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 it no, gives no, you it, more max. It's health. more like a vigor wasp than no, 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 no. Yeah, it's more, it's, it's more it's, like a vigor wasp, isn't it? No, it's more no like I think a it's more like a green bird. 
Yeah. Um, ah. Wow. Why is everyone questioning me? I'm clearly the fucking. I'm going to tell you why everyone. I'm going to tell you why everyone questions you. Track record. <laughs> It's the prior 140-something episodes of this podcast. Every every 140 episodes, Andy's right. A squid that inhabits the Frost Islands. Unlike other lamp squid, it swims alone. It owes its orate glow to its ink, which is known to promote concentration, fortitude, and the, <laughs> the heckling of any and all wounds. It is so rare that it has earned the name King of the Lamp Squid. And uh, that was a typo in the wiki there. Heckling. Yep. It heeks you. I don't think I don't I've ever them. seen one of these. <laughs> a typo in the Monsanto wiki. I, I've definitely seen a typo in the Monsanto wiki before. That's what it's worth. Pretty cool, though. Remind me of the old Kraken from Splatoon 1. Because it's a big squid. It's... Yeah. Have you guys ever eaten squid? Uh, I've had like, like fried colour yeah. rings, but... Yeah. Yeah. That is squid, isn't it? Probably oh, yeah, well, like I don't eat have. it much because I don't like seafood, but it's just... It's too it is very now. true. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, you know, did you ever it? like take the tires off a toy car or like some Lego and chew them when you were a kid? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, because it is right. the most. It's exactly page. like that, but you're meant to swallow it at the end. <laughs> um, just remember, like thinking, I wish I'd ordered onion rings instead. <laughs> like when I was having them, I do love an onion ring. Yeah. <laughs> A gigantic sea snail from the frozen island, for the frost islands. It hates bright lights and so remains in the sea during the day. At night, it surfaces where squids and other such potential prey gather. It possesses an organ that projects various patterns of light onto its skin. Its eyeball-like glow and colossal silhouette are, are the dread of every sailor in the region. I don't you don't recognise this. This is the one that we have seen. We made you look at it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's just, um, Did you? It just hangs around out to sea, and you can see it because it's huge, it's fucking massive. Like the first time you spot it, like genuinely, you're like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. Oh, I, I do. I do remember you guys all looking off into the distance. I don't remember actually seeing anything. Never bothered to come and join us. But yeah, this this that's is like the one that's there to <laughs> let you know that this whole side quest exists, I guess, because it's pretty hard to miss this one unless you're Andy. <laughs> When you see it, you just see this big, like, dark shape with these two glowing eyes just floating out in the ocean. It reminds me of, um, like, yeah. one of the, I think the early Pokemon episodes where, like, Ash sees, like, a massive Dragonite. Oh, that big Dragonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of glowing eyes. Um, well, actually, I wonder if that's, because the, it's actually based on a yokai. I thought it might be. Tell us more. Yeah, the U- Umibozu is, like... When you see it in old paintings, it's just a big black silhouette in the ocean, like, approaching a ship. It's terrifying. It's like a kaiju. Uh, like a, You can't really, you don't really see it. You just see this black shape with, like, these two eyes. Um, it's like the sea monk. Uh, that's what umibozu means, sea priest. Uh, hence why this one's called a monk's nail. Um, it's also a boss fight in Neo. So, yeah, I fought one in that. 
And yes, the, if you check out some of the artwork of this, 